Hello and welcome to Money Markets and More, the podcast with me, Dominic Frisby, and today's piece is called The End of Cheap Money. Is this finally it for UK house prices? Back in 2007, comedian Susan Murray phoned me up with a question. She was just arranging a new mortgage and she wanted to know where I thought interest rates were going. Should she get a fixed or a variable rate mortgage? And I couldn't make that decision for her, of course, but I could see that there were underlying problems with the economy, quite serious ones. So the safest option, if there was an affordable option on the table, seemed to be a fixed rate mortgage. In the event something goes seriously wrong in the broader economy, at least she was protected against spiring interest rates. Susan went and fixed her mortgage at 6% and it turns out it was pretty much the top of the market for mortgage rates. They duly plunged as central bank slashed rates and then printed money following the financial crisis. Susan has never forgiven me. Cost me a ruddy fortune, that bloke, she always complains, whenever my name comes up. Now, I may have seen 2008 coming, I was such a gold bug at the time, but I didn't foresee quantitative easing nor the extent to which interest rates would fall. Money got so cheap. By September 21, uh, 2021, barely a year ago, you could get a fixed five-year deal for 1.3%. It seems inconceivable today that money could be so cheap. To be fair, it seemed almost inconceivable at the time, and no wonder everyone levered themselves up to the eyeballs. I've long argued that more than anything, it is cheap money that has driven up house prices. And everywhere you look, the standard solution to unaffordable housing is that we need to build more, especially in and around London. But London has been a building site for a decade or more. Goodness knows how many new build flats there now are. But all that new build hasn't brought prices down. As I'm forever quoting, between 1997 and 2007, the housing stock grew by 10%, but the population only grew by 5%. If house prices were a function of supply and demand, um, they should have fallen slightly over the period. They didn't. They rose by more than 300%. Then you see that mortgage lending over the same period went up by 370%, and you quickly realise that it was newly created money that pushed up prices in a decade of loose lending which gave birth to the national obsession that is house prices. Houses were no longer places to live but financial assets. If you introduce debt into a market, the more debt you introduce, the higher prices go. Look at student loans. Mortgage lending doubled again in the 10 years from 2009 to 2019 and house prices rose by over 50%. Cut off the tap that is cheap money and house prices will quickly come to levels concomitant with, with earnings. The two have long since been distant friends. In 1995, the house price to income ratio was below three. Even in London, it was only just above. Now it's seven. The average house is seven times average income. In London, it's 11. And we wonder why families have got so small. With inflation spiralling, bond rates rising and the US dollar spiking, money is suddenly not so cheap anymore and it's getting more and more expensive. The UK is not alone in this by any means, but the problem is more acute here because our economy is so geared to house prices. The Bank of England has made an absolute mess of protecting the currency, declaring it will not hesitate while hesitating, and rather like the way it broadcast its gold sales to the market between 1999 and 2002, thereby sending the gold price to all-time lows, around $250 an ounce, so is it now broadcasting its gilt sales and quantitative tightening, and it sent that particular market plunging too. 
the announcement that sparked the announcement sparked the sharp sell-off in gilts that began the day before quasi Quateng's mini budget. It's as though the two departments, the Treasury and the Bank of England, don't coordinate. The trigger may have been that speech and the Bank of England's announcement or Quateng's budget, whatever. The cause is over 10 years of QE, zero interest rate policies and all the rest of it. But it's interesting though, at the first signs of panic, they started printing again. That tells us where they will go. Yesterday morning, I would have said that interest rates can only go one way, and that means the cheap money taps that drive house prices to such unaffordable levels are now being turned off. Lenders clearly felt the same way. I gather over 900 mortgage products were removed from the market in under 24 hours, which smashes the record of around 400 which were removed during the COVID panic. But then the Bank of England started printing again. At the first sign of trouble, the UK housing market, particularly in and around London, has been an irrational, insatiable monster for decades. Anyone who called the top has ended up with egg on their face. But we are levered up to the eyeballs. It's not just a matter of no more cheap money coming in. There's also the other side of the coin, something I remember from 1989 to 1993. People can't make their interest payments, so they start to sell. If price prices come down 10 or 15%, it's often the case that the house becomes less valuable than the debt against it and negative equity strikes. I really like Kwarteng's budget. I think he made the right choices. But a falling housing market, no matter how much growth there is elsewhere, will see the Tories kicked out at the next election. How do they prop up the housing market without cheap money? I'm sure they'll find a way. They always do. <laughs> or will they? Thank you very much for listening. If you're worried about what's going on and you want to buy physical gold and silver, my recommended bullion dealer is the pure gold company there's a uh, i'll put a link in the article at the bottom of the article uh, if you're interested in buying bitcoin i've also got a uh, an article about that again click the link in the article thanks to all of those who came to my lecture with funny bits how heavy last night what a great evening that was um my next west end show is november the 23rd at crazy cox that's not a lecture but it's me and the band with lots of unacceptable songs it's going to be great fun and the link to buy tickets is at the bottom of the article thank you very much for listening i'll be back with another um podcast very soon <laughs>